Good afternoon, good morning, and good, good kicking of the camera, Maya. Um, delighted to say that today we have someone with us who I've known for many years and we've worked on various projects over the years. Very creative, also very community-minded. Um, excited that this person is now coming and doing uh, live poetry in our shab. The social hub of positivity here in Emory Gate, as you know, this is the show, but this is the person. Sue Simmons, how are you? I'm good. Thank yeah? you very much. Yeah, it's good to hear. So, come on then. Since we last did a project, what have you been up to? What, what have you been up to since lockdown? Okay, well, the day before lockdown, I was really lucky, and I rushed off to the shop glazed and took home loads of their unglazed pottery for me to paint at home. And... Unfortunately, I ran out of that because it was a longer lockdown than I was expecting. <laughs> so then when I was getting stressed, I didn't have anything to write about, which I would normally do, which is my poetry, because yeah. I wasn't out and about and I wasn't getting any mental stimulus for that. Yeah. So then I started painting glassware instead. Mm. We've got a whole selection of that now on sale for you good people. Check it out if you're in Chippenham. Obviously, I know the podcast goes a bit wider than Chippenham, but... Uh, just another example of some of the positive outcomes of a very negative scenario. And I'm not talking about <clears throat> Boris Johnson's prime, prime ministership, if you could laughingly call it that. If it is a ship of anything, it's a sinking one. Bless him. Bless him and all those children abandoned to public school, boarding school, social care for the rich. Um, Sue, so you have been a prolific poet. We have done beautiful bit of uh, uh, community-minded, community-directed films. We did the one with Green Square, wasn't it? The Housing Association. Can you tell people a bit about that? Um, that was based on disability. And uh, disabled people get so overlooked yeah. or they get put into this one bracket of being disabled. Yeah, yeah. And it's like they don't have a voice anymore. Yeah. So Green Square, at that time, it was Green Square. Yes. And um, they gave us a voice of our own, which yeah. was wonderful. Yeah. So we were collaborated on a on a um, senior a big man. Um, so we developed a film uh, with you guys, which is part documentary and part um, because of your good self. Actually, uh, being a creative person, we were able to mix up the message between the actual practical what it looks like to observe like stair lifts if you remember yes but you're totally right in doing that project not only were myself and jack a colleague from Candu, able to work with equally creative people because actually there was no shortage of creativity in that group no even though some people had restricted movement. They didn't have restricted brains. They didn't have restricted ideas. It was absolute pure joy doing that project. And you're right, I mean, Green Square back in the day, we're really forward thinking. We did a lot of uh, NEAT, not in an employment, education and training uh, programs, which we got awards with them for in the area. Uh, did really sort of uh, forward thinking community engagement in lots of the different estates. I think lots of that's changed now, unfortunately, and that, that will probably be driven, or not driven as it were, driven over the edge by 
by people's priority of finances. However, you've definitely made the most of it. Um, you've done a variety of poems over the years, and I have seen you in a variety of situations where you have been performing. You have something exciting that I want you to hold up to the camera. What is that? This is my poetry book. Well done. That is amazing. After all, is that the first one after all these years? It is, yes. Yeah, absolutely beautiful. Again, this is on sale in the SHAB, Social Hub of Positivity in Emory Gate, Chippenham. If not, have you got a website? I haven't, no. I keep being told that I must have one. Um, but I'm a little bit scared of the internet. Yeah. Um, likewise, I was a little bit scared to do the book and to let my stuff go. Yes. Um, yeah. In printed form as well as just spoken word. Yeah. So uh, I am behind on that, but I can assure people I will have one soon. Yeah, well, whether that you can assure them or not, the fact is, the beautiful thing about your book is it's a really well-made, great content. So how much is it? Six pounds? Six pounds. Six pounds. So, so come into the shop and look, have a look, peruse. But not just that, all your wonderful... Now, I never knew this. Hello? <laughs> Excuse me. <coughs> It'll be breakfast. Anyway, we uh, often stop and have a chat uh, about various various things, and it was only quite recently because, again, as you say, because of lockdown, that you've done all this glorious glasswork. Now, as you can imagine, just like anything else, just because someone says they've done something, it doesn't mean you know it can be. Uh, in here, I, I don't, I'm not the uh, the the. Uh, the quality control or the police in that sense of going I'm that's not good enough to come in here what this shop and it's not a shop it's a social hub of positivity is about is sharing and inspiring people sharing ideas sharing art sharing music sharing conversation it's probably more conversation that goes on here than anything with people that haven't been able to converse with anyone so and we have a variety of, uh, of performances shared <clears throat> But what I'm going to forget is that everyone is equal yeah. in their own way. Yeah. Everyone is a person, yeah. therefore everyone is equal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, that that only spreads as far as the end of the sentence because when you actually drill down on that, we realise that even though we would like to imagine that everyone had the same idea, not even the people we laughingly call the government have an idea of what is equal. They could not have any other conclusion in their heads than that somehow, by birthright, which when you look at Boris Johnson, you think, well, I don't know what you're boasting about, son. Um, bless you. But that you are somehow superior. So I, I actually think, I agree with you 100%. And of course, I would love there both to be d democracy in the world, let alone in England. It'd be a really, it's a really good idea. It's never been put to put to full uh, practice. Maybe I should have a word with Boris Johnson. I would love you to, but, but unfortunately, because of the nature of his upbringing, I believe that he has developed a sort of social. Uh, well, what do they call it? Eliteness. Well, yeah, but it's, isn't it? Isn't it? It's a kind of like a, a sociopath. In my opinion, I'm not a doctor, and neither would you want me to be. But so going back to your idea about people equal. In this social experiment, which we have been afforded by the good people at Henry Gate and Eagle One, I want to thank them for that because they really get it. <coughs> we work hand in hand with them. In fact, we're going to hopefully open another little distribution 
or place that people can actually interact. Wow. Yeah, in the same shopping centre. So you don't have to travel very far. However, without people like yourself filling with good stuff, the art, my overriding point, by the way, was that now that I've seen the glass work, I'm really impressed. Personally, it's not everyone's taste, I'm sure, but none of the stuff in this place will be everyone's taste. That's the beauty of it. There's so many, there's books that people have written. We've obviously, we promoted Gordon Trafford's, um, I don't know if you remember Gordon, he used to be the, you know, very prized head teacher at John Bentley School. Oh yes. So we, pro we, we produced his book of poetry because he'd been sending them into our open mic, mm. which, when this, I don't know when this one's going out, but we, last night was Wednesday, and we, that was show number 90. The first one we did was on the Wednesday following the announcement on the first Tuesday of the lockdown, the first ever lockdown. So we responded straight away because, again, as a community organisation, we would like to be, we do, not like, we've done it now, too late. Uh, we, we are a, a conduit for, a, to, for people to share ideas, thoughts and support each other. And lots of people have told us that when they couldn't come out and they could just do the digital online open mic on Wednesday nights that they can do the open mic for open minds as well. It's called that because we want people to, to have open minds when they, when they join it and watch it and what have you and support it and contribute. And they contribute in lots of ways, paintings, photographs, songs, poems, which is why I want you to get on it. So we're going to film okay. some of yours. Well, we're, we're going to make sure because we're going to film you sharing in a minute. And then each week we're going to put a different poem. Wonderful. Yeah. Yes. More alive. You threw me away like the rubbish. Hated the sight and sound of me, but I am a person with feelings. You look away, can't see. Yes, I take drugs, makes life bearable to me. Yes, I need help, need unscrambling tired living your way. Now, I'm free. Instead of flying, I'm falling. I haven't worked out the key, don't know how to cope. Now I'm losing hope. But I've got a few personal memories. They're floating away just like smoke. Dirty, begging for money, cold and wet on the street. I'm so hungry that it's past painful. So lonely, mistrustful. Must eat. I see people passing with their kids. They think they're brassic, that they're on the skids. But I know what being poor is. So I sit here, begging for money, for food, or to score. Hungry and homeless, don't cover it. All of my thoughts are so bleak and so dark. I wonder if someone will speak. Is it all worth it? There's no going back. I know that I am useless. Been told that all my life. I know I'm a screw-up. Won't have a family, kids, a wife. You told me and told me at the top of your lungs. Evil and poison from your bitter tongue. So here I sit. Day after day. Still filled with hope. And a bit more alive since you threw me away. But I'm amazed that you have been able to be hyper productive. Do you think that's because you couldn't go out and about in a way? You, you, you couldn't go out, but most people couldn't go out and about. 
So you, instead of, you know, going introvert with your brain, you started being really productive with the class and the artwork. Well, I think for some strange reason, I've always had this inner drive. Yeah. I've always been maybe a little bit hyperactive, yeah. which is quite difficult when you become disabled yeah. and, and you're hyperactive. Yeah, 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 um, bless you, that must be. Well, I had two choices. I either became the clown yeah. or I became the miserable person that no one wanted to know. Yeah. And I prefer the clown. Yeah, it's yeah. much more fun. Yeah, yeah. So I did more writing. I performed where I could. I started on this glass work. Um, it's something. It's always got to be yeah. something. Driving on, yeah. I, I have this drive. Yeah. Can you remember I, we had a chat once and I said to you, I want you to come and um, perform at the Unlock Reset Festival, which we're going to do in John Coles Park. Yes. Right. Now, here's the interesting thing about that. So essentially what we want you to do is use the bandstand in the park, as, as, as you probably know, it's actually belongs to the people of Chippenham, which, which might be news to some people that work at the council because they think if the council own it, some that doesn't come from Chippenham said that, which is unfortunate. So we couldn't we couldn't progress with that because the the guy at the council, this geezer at the council, wouldn't play ball, even though he's new to the job. Now, anything is bizarre. What we wanted you to do was have a ceremony because at the time Boris had said we could all unlock on the twenty first, if you remember. Yes. Well, it was a solstice, so we were going to do stuff anyway, so it didn't make much difference. But we were going to do in the park. Uh, get everyone to nominate people or organisations that care it was that had got them through the pandemic. Now, we are key workers. We worked all the way through the pandemic. Mm. I was going to nominate two of my colleagues, Andy Byrne and, and Mel uh, Thomas, who Melanie Townsend, as a, as a lot of people would know her, because they did the most of the face-to-face -face work with teenagers who needed the face-to-face interaction that can do who probably weren't locked down and were socializing and at the time no one really knew the full extent of how dangerous that was so our nominations for our own organization were two other people in case people thought that i was somehow trying to self-promote i don't need to um thank you for that but basically we wanted to have a situation where we could the community could nominate people and thank them and we got turned down Wow. The, the, yeah, the, the council didn't want to play. And according to, uh, I remember Ross Henning phoning me up and saying, um, you're putting people's nose and backs up about saying about doing this festival at, isn't that crazy? Absolutely mad. Isn't it? We'll, we'll talk about that anyway, because mm -hmm. I know that there's a whole load of issues that I want to discuss with you off camera. Well, so that, my husband's actually one of the park keepers don't at Dog Park. Right. And yeah. he worked all the way through. Yes, yes, I remember. Um, he did catch yes. COVID. Yeah. Um, and was quite ill with it. Yeah. Um, but he kept that park going and he's kept yeah. it beautiful. Isn't he? And, beautiful, uh, yeah. I know how many people use that park. Yeah. Yeah. So having having a, a, a facility like that and having an ability to bring people together and thank them. And this is what art does, isn't it? This mm. is like, well, we've got you performing today. There's people turning up now to see you perform. You're sharing your ideas and your thoughts, and that's really important in the community. What other stuff? So that book, when did that book came out? This book's been out for a couple of years now. Yeah. But it doesn't seem like it, because yeah. a lot of the time we've been in lockdown. Totally, of course, <laughs> of course. Right, well, it's on sale here. 
the glass were, uh, it's amazing. We're gonna, we're gonna film some of that now in a minute so people can get an idea on this podcast what it is. Anything else that you've got coming up? Um, not at the moment, actually. Yeah. Um, because I've been out of it quite a lot. Yeah. Um, and I haven't really properly emerged since lockdown. Yeah. Um, I have been asked to work with the, uh, the homeless again. Um, Fantastic. Which I will be doing yeah. as soon as we know what's what, really. Yeah, yeah. Um, I have almost stopped working with the Stroke Association again because most of the people who I was working with have been in complete lockdown. Wow. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm only just starting to emerge. In fact, this is my first performance in a couple of years now. Wow. Is it really? Yeah. Well, I'm really proud to be part of that. And this is what this place is about, by the way. Not that we expect everyone to come in here and perform, but people, since we've had this open, um, there goes my glasses, but let's face it, they're, they're very cheap. Uh, since we've had it open, we have had people coming out for their first time, talking to people for the first time, and the whole tsunami, I keep saying it, of, of mental health issues with people. So it's been a, quite an enlightening and eye-opening um, this, is, this is, again, going back to why it would be really good if people in councils who essentially were shielding, stroke hiding throughout the pandemic, uh, would allow the people that are actually really doing the work in the community and give them support. Anyway, we will do our best. Maybe in the new year we'll change a lot of that so that um, the right people are in the right jobs at the right time. Am I right, people? Right, we're going to go and film your wonderful poetry now and some of your, your glasswork. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I, obviously, we're doing this interview now pre-Christmas. It will come out after Christmas. So I'm going to say to you now, I hope you have a lovely festive season. Uh, um, the, what's the, what is the 21st? It's the solstice, solstice which is what, what is what's really being celebrated. Well, if enough people like it, then I'm happy to come on a fairly regular basis and perform it for Yeah, 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 cool. Um, well, we've got the Unlock Reset Festival in August. In fact, we just got, we had a meeting with Charlie Tedstone, I don't know if you know Charlie, from Kobai, who was one of our sponsors for last year's. Right. Um, and we had a, a meeting, because Revo last night, they were doing a fundraiser for Can Do, and he, was, he came to a meeting with us and, and put up the budget Gosh. considerably so that we can get more mm. and pay the acts, pay, we don't need to look up beyond uh, uh, Chippenham to, for talent. It's such a talented area, you know, in the surrounding villages as well. So, um, we're looking forward to that and the film festival in June, but we will definitely take you up on the idea of doing uh, workshops. Um, this is going to be the new year, so I'm hoping that you're, when we watch this, that the whole of the Christmas or whatever that period, the solstice period, the mid midwinter period has been fruitful and lovely for you and, and, your, good, and your good husband. Happy new year. And to you and to all your listeners. Thank you. Take it easy. Sue Simmons, everyone, thank you very much. Just held within the flower.